Hey everybody, welcome back to On Air Chatter. This is episode 10, Online Friendship. I have Relentless Defender, and coming back from last Josh's Corner, uh, this week, sounds weird saying that, <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're doing building IR friendships from online streaming and what it's like being a broadcaster. Kind of like going in coherent with, you know, building a community and hurdles that broadcasters have to, you know, face. So, um... You know, we'll start it off. What got you... Where did gaming start for you? Where did, I guess, the passion to become a broadcaster... You know, what what's your origin story? Um, are you, we start with me? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so I'm Relentless Defender. Um, pretty much, I started gaming when I was a kid. I started playing uh, Nintendo. That's what I grew up on. Then I eventually moved from Nintendo to... Um, Xbox and then I kind of after I got into Xbox and I was like okay you know there's a lot more things to do because Nintendo is a little you know Nintendo's fun but it's more family oriented and and everything so but um, pretty much what got me into it was watching Twitch when Twitch was up and coming and like seeing these people like I was like man I really like watching these people play these games like it's a lot of fun uh, same with YouTube, when people were streaming on YouTube or they would record their gameplay on YouTube. Um, it was really like, you know, I was like, hey, maybe I could do this, you know, It'd be a lot of fun. So I started doing some research and talking to some people who were kind of already into it. And um, I was like, well, let me let me see what I can do. And then um, built my rig and started out on Mixer and then um, ended up at Caffeine. Which and that's where I've been ever since. So now, how'd you get to caffeine? Like, what was your initial that brought you here? It was uh, somebody somebody I made friends with on Mixer. Um, I don't remember his name, um, but he was like, "Hey, there's this event going on for a game called Mini Battlegrounds," and um, he's like, "Do you want to go check it out?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." And then I ended up getting into a Discord channel with a whole bunch of streamers from caffeine like i didn't know what caffeine was um and then they were just kind of talking about it that's where i met josh i didn't realize that was your first day on caffeine yeah either. no yeah that was my first day on caffeine <laughs> so um yeah pretty much so but yeah that's that's kind of the origin story and then i've been on caffeine ever since so and i say what what's your your total like how long have you been broadcasting doing mixer and um, caffeine together it's probably been maybe two years two years so not too i mean not too long i mean it kind of it's not really a long time if you think about it in <laughs> it broadcasting doesn't it terms, feels like it that's not a very long time um but i think i've been quite successful at it so anyways let's say and then we got a little bit from josh on the last uh, podcast no, i'll go ahead and re basically rehash everything that i said um i'll, I'll start out because you asked what got us started in video games, so I actually grew up, in my room I had a Super Nintendo system that I played almost every day when I got home uh, from uh, from Super Mario World all the way up to, what was the other one that I always played, Bubsy? Oh yeah, Bubsy. Bubsy, I, I, played, the, Bubsy. I played the heck out of that, and then we had a... Uh, Nintendo 64 in the house too. I think the only game I was not allowed to play on that that we owned was South Park's 
the 64 South Park game. I had that. that <laughs> well, I remember I couldn't watch South Park because oh, we were at my grandma's house doing something. It was their Christmas special. Mm. Or oh, like the yes. the fetus baby thing or whatever came out of and it's like <laughs> being being from you know, she has really strong religious back. As soon yeah. as she saw that freaked out and like that ended that ended that, of course, because they're like, Well, you can't let him watch that. Mom not really knowing anything was like that was it. But I was lucky enough to get that game, which was amazing back then. Oh, it was. <laughs> I remember watching my watching my family play, like hiding behind the couch and looking over, watching them play, and it was it was great. Um, I mean, who doesn't want to throw yellow snow at people? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, that's where the game started, and then I moved on to some PC stuff with WoW when it first came out, and jumped back and forth between Xbox, PlayStation, my whole life, and Nintendo. Um, but then nine year, eight nine years ago, before it was even a big thing on YouTube, I started broadcasting Minecraft stuff uh, and doing gameplay before it was ever the cool thing to do. It was, I think, I was cool before it was cool. It, I remember, yeah, it was. I think it was like three years after I put up my first video that that gameplay videos like that took off. Where it was more gameplay versus just. Watching more, just like a video watch, or something. Watching more than just sketches and stuff like that. So definitely a um, trendsetter like Steven says. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then after a while, didn't do much with that. With that afterwards, and then moved on to Twitch on and off with mental health issues. It was a struggle to try to keep continuity up. And then um, I had a. I had a friend on Twitch who also did streamed on YouTube who I monetized for or moderated for who got into caffeine brought me over whenever they came over because uh, to help moderate and all that as best as we could with the system I was gonna that say, they have. Going from actual moderation to just to, yelling at people in text like that's all I can do. Yeah, just knock yeah, it off. Basically, you bluff um, your way in. Like I've got the power. Don't don't test me. And they're like do it you know like damn it <laughs> i can't <laughs> and then after that uh, i think a few days after i signed up on caffeine it was my one year or it was uh it was a few days after i signed up i broadcast for the first time and and then today i stuck here today's since, your one year and as of recording this today's my one year oh nice heck yeah i know that yeah. was cool season veteran <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i officially made it one year <laughs> Yeah, I say that's the mark. <laughs> like once you, if you, it, with anything, jobs, whatever, you just hit that one year. Like it's just, it's. And in all honesty, the one year being on caffeine, I think I've streamed more on here than I did on Twitch, which I was on for three plus years. Oh yeah, definitely, and it's the community, and oh, that's yeah. kind of, you know, that's kind of where you know with this podcast, you know, building IRL friendships, you know, doing uh, YouTube, doing Twitch, like you don't. It's hard to get that kind of um, you have that, interaction. You have that delay on both YouTube and Twitch that just... It's irritating. It, it's hard to make a connection that way where it's so much easier on caffeine. Or I think Mixer, it had a, like a one second delay or something on Mixer yeah, that there, it was so much easier. Depends to, on your rig. Because even when I was on Mixer, I was getting like a five, ten second delay. Okay. Yeah, I say they're so, they're pretty close. I mean, that's if you're on a laptop. Now, if I was on, I haven't tried streaming on Mixer since I've gotten this PC, 
so maybe it would be less, but yeah, yeah and it's just annoying. I one of, I think one of the other factors too is back when you first started, like there wasn't Discord, and Discord is like it has been a huge way to stay connected, to actually build a community yeah. outside of that platform. Yeah, because other than that, it was either emails back and forth, private messages, or. Or what was it? Uh, Join my AOL Instant Messenger. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Uh, TeamSpeak was was big for a while, but even then, like, that was. I had been Trillo, I think, is how I stay connected with. Or the Skype, Hillfield. but oh, is yeah. that where is that where Discord was born? Was from TeamSpeak. I is don't that... think so. I think they got the no. I say I don't. No, I don't think so. I don't know where. Discord. What's your origin story? <laughs> Get on the podcast. Tell us. <laughs> we want to know. Um, yeah, and like here, and that's what's nice too. Like you have Discord now to kind of correlate with caffeine. So now you get, you know, instant communication with your audience. You go join me here. Now you can stay connected when the streams are over. And it's like you can actually build a community. And it, it, what's nice is for Relentless and Josh is that that one thing that said what brought you to caffeine was that community event for Mini Battlegrounds. Yes, it you was. both met up there so josh was already here he was already broadcasting got into it you came in new and then you mm -hmm. guys started talking and then I, I think i actually started talking shit to him the first time. yeah we were we we were instantly talking shit to each other yeah like, we people thought we were friends and we didn't even know each other like at all like we had just met and i've even so, said that like yeah like a few nobody, months afterwards if, you, I was if like, nobody Damn. knew yeah if nobody knew they'd be like oh high school friends, friends they grew forever up. Yeah, so. and you guys made that that connection instantly, mm -hmm. and since then, I mean, it's been a crazy six months since then. It, <laughs> yeah. It's been half a year. It's only been half a year. Yeah, half a year, and now you know you guys get to work together, live together. Yeah. You know, I mean, actually have almost like that high school, you know, friendship growing up is like. I just don't see anybody doing stuff like that through a stream or having that kind of connection through Twitch, Mixer, or whatever. I mean, I'm sure it happens, but I haven't uh, I haven't met or connected with anybody on either one of those platforms. And, you know, even so. as we're doing the podcast, like, I'm out here. You know, like, not only yeah. have they made that kind of connection and yeah, friendship. We've, we've all made that connection. And, you know, came out here for your wedding, which was Saturday. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Uh, we also got, for the last podcast, playing with Remy, which was out here. So, we, I mean, it's just... You know, there's four people right there here on the on the caffeine platform that have in a short amount of time have made a connection to where you feel comfortable going, Hey, you know, here's my number, text me, call me if you need something, or fly out and hang out with me, or you know, I mean it's it's just nuts to find such a platform, such a community, and just with technology and everything to actually take that digital friendship and create almost an IRL friendship out right. of it. And, and it's been, uh, like Judel says, it's harder on any other streaming platform because that delay doesn't help for one. And two, I've been watching broadcasters on Twitch for a year and a half. Yeah, they know you now after, you know, being in there for a year and a half, but you still don't get that same connection that you get, you know, anywhere oh, yeah. else. It's... Uh, they, it's the community on caffeine that basically makes it. Yeah, and they they some it feels like some of the especially the bigger you know the bigger broadcasters like I can understand like you've got a lot of people in your you know broadcast and it's really hard to to really like have connection with those people. But 
I feel like some of them like they have this complex or something that you know they don't they don't have time for you or to get to know you or whatever and caffeine's kind of that you know everybody has a chance to get to know each other and outside of broadcasting obviously <laughs> um and uh it's just a better tight-knit community and then another thing i was going to say is that you know with uh like you said technology and with internet and with social media now nowadays you know in our day and age people connect more through online relationships than they do in person relationships which is kind of sad um but it is where you know our world is so i think I think it's a good thing and a bad thing. I mean, I think you should have, you know, in-person relationships, but, you know, sometimes that's hard to do. Yeah. So it's nice to have a platform, um, you know, where you can hang out with people and still feel connected to people and not feel alone, you know, especially if, you know, if you're dealing, like with Josh, if you're, you know, if you're dealing with, you know, some mental health issues or, or any, any type of issue, it's nice to have uh, friends. So. And I think that's what, what makes caffeine nice is that the YouTubes and, and the Twitch and stuff like that where you have that social disconnect because of just you have a guy with you know a hundred thousand people watching you can't really talk to anybody in chat yeah. you know you're there just to watch you know you're sitting at home you're not doing much and I like that caffeine kind of brings it back like yeah it's the same formula but now with the instant you know with it being a smaller platform there's less people but you can actually make the connection with those people and because you have the, the instant chat, it feels like they're sitting next to you. Yeah. So yeah. it's like social media and stuff has tore us apart versus, you know, picking up a phone or going to hang out with somebody. But caffeine's kind of done it in a way to, like, bring it back. Right. And Ooh. I think that's cool. And a lot of, and I'm going to throw this out there, a lot of people think caffeine is just a streaming platform. It's not. They actually have came out and said it's a social media platform, yeah. not a streaming platform. And so sure. they're doing a lot of the social media stuff right, in my opinion. I mean, there are some things that could be fixed here and there, of course, but as a social media standpoint, they're doing what they set out to do. Right. They're oh, making yeah. it a social platform, like yeah. it, like they wanted. Yeah, that non-delay is, I mean, is key, in my opinion. Oh, I get I frustrated. Mean, you watch someone so on, frustrating. on Twitch, and you're like, hey, man, how you doing? And you're just like... And then it's like, yeah, hey, how oh, are you doing? <laughs> they're like, oh, hey, I didn't see you there. It's like, oh, and then by the time you get it, there's a delay, and then you, so yeah, there's just that that huge disconnect, or like you lose the, the joke. Like sometimes yeah. things have to be timed, and it's like it times just right, and yeah, and you just you lose a joke. Someone else talks five times, and then it's like, that's weird, man. What is like? No, no, go back, and then you you got another minute to tell them to go back and read. Right. And it, yeah, it's crazy. And being someone like me who smart ass and kind of that try to be quick witted yeah. on Twitch or anything like that I would do that and they'd be like oh that's too late it's funny yeah. but it's too late yeah. and it's uh, like the punchline <laughs> you miss the punchline yeah then the joke is done you know so. yeah and that's and that's what they said it it's amazing to be able to bring that back and have this like, this has been an awesome week oh yeah it's been fun <laughs> it's been um, real fun and I actually, well, well, me and Josh, we've already, obviously we live together, but I mean, I just met Mike, you know, new television and uh, person, you know, this weekend. Yeah, Wednesday. So, on Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. So, and it was funny because, you know, Noob was like, well, you're shorter than I thought. Oh my God. And then he's like, you're taller than I thought. 
So yeah, well, look at the camera now. Like you legit are. Yeah, you look. You, shorter you are than taller, me. and it just yeah, it, it it threw me off. I just I'm like, what is going on? It's so crazy looking. And then what was? They were nice enough to give me a digital sign, and it, it just yeah. reminded me of John Cusack holding up the the stereo. And it's just like I see them both. They got this sign. It's like new TV. <laughs> Yeah, but, that was my idea. I was like, we gotta have a sign or something so he can, you know, just because that's how me and Josh are. I'm so glad it was the phones and it was so small. I'd have been like, oh my god, I don't know those people. <laughs> and and like, like a big, big ass banner. I wanted, I wanted to get, as soon as he said I'm like, oh, I could have made a banner this week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I couldn't even imagine. Some huge, like, you're both would, holding each end. Yeah, it's holding it like hold with a stick and be like <laughs> 10 feet apart and just have noob dovish. Oh my goodness! <laughs> people, people think there's like a celebrity or something coming. Well, so I mean, I mean, we, <laughs> we did get some crazy looks from some people. We though. did. It, it was funny though. It was fun though. They're like, why are you holding your phone? <laughs> now, now that you you are established as broadcasters, you know, within here, you know, what are, you know, what is it like? I guess having the responsibility. You know, because now as a broadcaster, you know, you have people that look up to you, you know, you have your, and it doesn't matter if you have one person, like, you're a celebrity to them, you know, they show up to every broadcast, you know, like, they probably tell you more than they tell their best friend or like their parents or whatever, like, you know, being that broadcaster and having those like, you know, how has that, I guess, changed or impacted your life in a different way now that you're in this, this position, you know, it's, it's a, a, you know, secondary job or uh, first job for most. Yeah. Um, I guess for me, I feel like it's a, you know, it's kind of a big responsibility cause you do have people, you know, looking up to you and, um, sometimes it's kind of hard to balance, you know, life, you know, your own personal life and, and broadcasting. And sometimes those things conflict with e with each other and sometimes it's not the best thing. Um, so I know it's kind of, it can be a struggle, but, um, I mean, you just kind of have to work through it and then, you know, you kind of have to let your significant other know that, you know, you're not ignoring them, but you know, you've, you're trying to build this thing over here while maintaining this thing over here. And it's kind of hard to keep that balance. Um, but it's doable, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, I mean... Yeah, you have the, like I said, the people that that is all they do, or you have people that work five different things and still can, you know, and like even as a broadcaster, you don't have to do it daily. You know, you can still do it once a week, twice a week um, to still do that. I think a lot of people get that misconception to where because Ninja does it 10 hours a day every day that that's kind of what you have to do. I mean, that's his job. I mean, that's his livelihood. Like, if he doesn't do it, then. Because what he, he took like uh, I was about to say he, he took a couple of days off yeah and he lost he like lost what five hundred subscribers yeah. or something like that in a day yeah it, I mean well I think it was like thirty thousand oh really yeah it was yeah like, it, it was oh yeah it was massive. Massive. you're right it was a lot it was like four percent of his following dropped pretty much like you can't like you're not allowed to take yeah. a vacation yeah and see I don't <laughs> see if I ever get that big like I'm not gonna care if I lose people like. I've got my own life, and I don't want to have to play Fortnite for the rest of my life to, uh, you know, to make a living. I mean, it, it just looks like he doesn't enjoy what he does. And um, Well, I think, I'd say we're multi, 
Like we're just yeah we variety casters, and that's well, nice. We're not tied to anything. No, and I'm never. I mean, I'll just tell you right now. I'm never going to be tied to anything. I'm going to play whatever I feel like playing. And if you don't, you know, if you don't like it, then that's your problem. You know, because I'm not going to be tied down to a game. Because if I don't enjoy the game I'm playing, you're going to tell I'm not enjoying it, and then you're not going to want to watch me play it. So, to me, it just makes no sense. Um, to play the same game over and over and over and over again because, I mean, that's just boring. It, and it, so. doing the same thing over and over again is boring, but at the same time, I mean... Thanks, Trudel. Some people, that's that's their brand. And, yeah, it's like... For him being comp. But they, oh, yeah. It's practice and, to him, it, basically. And, if, yeah. and I was going to say, if we're just throwing Ninja out there and just using him as an example, he's comp for one, so it's practice for him, but at the same time, he... I think he's even came out and said to someone that he does not enjoy doing this every day anymore. But at the same time, it's his well, it, livelihood at this point. Yeah, it's a job. It's how he makes a living. It's his job. Yeah. He has to do it. It's weird and to hear someone, to us, is our our dream, and to hear someone actually be like, it's just a job to me. Like, he doesn't enjoy it. It's just a job versus us. We're like, that's what we're trying to get. You know, we want that to be our job. But, you know, probably once we get to his status... Then, we'll, then we might, might not like, like. I don't like it. <laughs> but, <it's, laughs> but I get to sit at home, and that's what. <laughs> but on yeah. the other hand, I mean, it's it's stability when you do the same thing over and over, and you know you're gonna get that many people in. Where variety, where I've seen a lot of variety broadcasters, one stream they'll get. Oh yeah. A million people in there. Next stream they play something else. There's only five hundred. Yeah. I mean, that's the ups and downs of being the variety caster. Is you never know what's going. <laughs> How many people are you going to get that day? Like, here, I'll use my challenge stream, for example. We did that for four and a half hours. We had 70 people pop in total. Yeah. And that and all my other broadcasts that I do, I have maybe 10, 10 or more stabilized out. I mean, everybody wants to see everybody suffer, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, what those challenge, that's why those challenge streams are pretty successful because, I mean... You, if you read the title, if it's, you, even if it's like baby food, like with like divide or, um, or you know with like hot sauce, like people want to see you suffer. Um, yeah. But that's like I guess because <laughs> isn't one of the topics like talking like you know what what we do as a broad like be, being a broadcaster like one of the one of the biggest things that you have to learn is that even if there's one if there's zero people in there, you still got to do it. Like yes. you still got to do it. Because eventually people will come. Eventually people will uh, like your content, and they'll keep coming back and coming back and coming back. But there's there there will be times, and I even have times now where there's zero people watching me. I still play no matter what, because you just have to you just have to keep pushing it. Yeah, like like Judel. <laughs> I mean, I can always expect Judel to be in my broadcast, <laughs> you know, and that's great. And um, and that's what you want. You want to build those, uh, you know, relationships and friendships with those people. But going back to the whole making friends IRL community and keeping that a uh, community with the friends alive too. I've yeah. seen a lot of broadcasters who have who have made friends on here, but they don't pop back and in pop into a lot of other people's stuff and that's how you lose some of that connection as well is when when you're not broadcasting if you see someone like one of your buddies on go say hi to them don't just drop out and leave either to keep 
you want to keep that. I feel I, I feel like I'm bad about that. Like when you guys are broadcasting, <laughs> like I don't jump in and I, I I don't jump into people's broadcasts. I I don't know what it is, but like I here lately, I just don't watch anybody. I just broadcast myself and then, and that's it. But yeah, I I agree that it's good. To, like even if you're not watching, just to pop in there, just to leave a lurk. Because you know, because if you leave thing. a lurk, more than likely they'll good they'll respawn back to you and go, okay, well, when he's on, maybe I'll go jump Leave in just, to, and just it, to say hi. And what's nice yeah. about caffeine, it tells you where, you know, it's it's like a, a network. So, like, if I'm friends, you know, with Judel and he's watching Relentless, if I just go to that main screen, since he's my friend, it, it shows that he's there. So right. it makes that's you want to go hang out with your friends. Yeah, true. And that's what's nice is as you're building this community, you know, you're all working together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to say, I spend more time as a brand behind the scenes in front of the camera to build relationships. Like, it's almost a, a part-time job behind the scenes just to do the streaming in front. I would agree with that, yeah. Um, and as somebody that doesn't broadcast often now, have a pretty strong standing, but I do a lot of stuff behind the scenes. And yeah. It's only because what I do IRL, it's easier to get on Discord and talk and chat that I can't really broadcast from <laughs> from my shop in the semi or during, you know, a wedding or something. So it just, um, right. those parts are rough. And then switching to a phone without aux. <laughs> oh, why? That's, that's going to be a whole other topic. Aux, bring it back. Yeah. Make auxiliary ports on phones great again. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> Bring it back. I don't care. My phone could be a little bit fatter. Just bring it back. <laughs> yeah, that is that is one annoying thing. I mean, um, not having that. Uh, well, with especially with Apple. I mean, they yeah. just they got rid of it completely. Uh, they've got their whatever their lightning cable, whatever. It's um, annoying. But uh, <laughs> I have an iPhone, but I, I don't really want one. I didn't want one, but my well, whole family has one. So well, at least you can broadcast through it. <laughs> yeah. Versus us Android people, still still waiting. Um, but it's Mm. it's in the process okay it's in the process (laughs) we'll get we'll get there eventually um now and you're gonna speaking of phones which is kind of cool speaking of phones you're actually gonna be doing we're doing a three-day irl through apple device on the 31st first and second uh denver pop culture con basically denver's comic con is we're gonna be streaming that probably gonna end up being an on and off stream for the th- for the three days like constantly coming on off popping in and out just because uh we're pretty sure we can't record panels <laughs> i don't think you we're nine can, we're 98 percent sure we can't stream the panels so and that's what we're going to be doing a lot for maybe the first two days is seeing panels and uh and of course, walking around the floor, seeing what there is to offer. We just found out Blizz, uh, Blizzard's gonna be there, so uh, I I might have to. <laughs> you might have to text before you hit that booth because it might be like, I want that right there. Yeah, <laughs> them exclusives. Oh, I'm I'm. I want those exclusives. <laughs> I need to find see if they have any cheap, cheaper Widowmaker stuff for my girlfriend. Yeah. But because Widowmaker is one of the things that they don't make much of. Unfortunately. Yeah, because yeah, say one of the I guess when it comes to Overwatch, the the only real thing is the 
is the, the leggings and stuff, and it's just so much easier to. It, well, I guess Diva takes the spotlight when it comes to when it comes to leggings, but Widowmaker does have some. Widowmaker has leggings out. Oh, really? Yeah. I just need a shirt, and then you just have a whole. <laughs> I should get some leggings for Regina. There you go. <laughs> we're going to play Overwatch, run the house, <laughs> Nerf guns. <laughs> That'd be fun. I would be. Roadhog. See that 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 would be. <laughs> like you could probably pull up Reinhardt. That there we go. Yeah, that would be a fun. That would be a fun um, Let, broadcast. Let's do a LARP over Overwatch, Overwatch LARP. LARP. Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> that but would be killer. We need some GoPros or something like that. Or dude, we could make that happen. Go to like a paintball stadium that just has the the stuff already set up. Yeah. Like we just we we're gonna LARP Overwatch. That would be fun. I would do that. That'd be killer. We could do that. We <laughs> can plan to do that. I, I would need to get like an automat like an automatic gun be bashing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my goodness. That guy. Yeah. Last night was rough with the dual bastions. Yeah. <laughs> um now we're gonna kinda open it up a little bit so like anybody that's here in the live version on caffeine.tv, uh, if you have any questions, you know, having three what was nine like 14, 15 years of broadcasting experience, you know, if you do have any questions for us, you know, something that maybe to help you out or maybe just something you would like to hear, if, you know, if we had a negative or a positive, you know, the something that you're going through as a broadcaster or something to help you, you know, build a Discord, you know, how to set up stuff for, a, for your community to do. Um, we'll have the last 30 minutes open up for questions while we kind of so, how long have you personally been doing broadcasting and? We're, and we're flipping the script. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we're going reverse today. <laughs> oh, let's see. So, because you've been gaming your whole life. Oh my God, yes. And if I wasn't gaming, I was chewing on an NES controller, and I still have those <laughs> with I still have those with the teeth marks in them. Wow. Uh, so yeah, out of the womb, definitely playing. Well, I was born in November. That December, my dad got the NES for Christmas. So, like, it's been the aura of gaming has been around since month one of my life. So, it's it's been crazy. Um, oh man, I pretty much have every console that's U.S. known to man. Uh, known to man up until current, and then let's see. I also have wasn't huge in the portable. Like, I did the, the OG Game Boy, Game Gear, and I think Pocket Color or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Um, that was about it. Uh, haven't I did PlayStation, or PSP, the the Vita, and then, yeah, the whole Nintendo lineup, 3DSs, uh, Advances, stuff like that I never got into. But stream-wise, I've probably got five years in. I started off... Twitch briefly working for the railroad and while being on call, you're not going to be a good broadcaster when you're like, oh yeah, middle of battle, ring, oh, gotta go, click, and you just end it. Uh, so my job at that time was impossible. Mm. And of course, you want to do it. That's our dream. So you, you, you stick with it, but it wasn't really working. So then I switched over to YouTube and kind of did a, a smaller community to where we kind of had a team and the team based was if I was out working or something, someone else could step in mm-hmm. and there was five of us for that. And we, we rolled with that for a little bit, 
Oh, I'm trying to think. I don't know. We must have did that for like a year. And that was with someone else's, their brand. Uh, through a falling out, like everybody, you know, everybody wants to go solo. Mm-hmm. So started up Noob Television. It was something that I had on the back burner, oh man, like six years prior. I had this like 20-page thing, like this is what I want to do. So that was on the back burner. I was like, well, now that I don't really have anything going, let's, you know, fire this up. Did YouTube for a while, tried out Twitch, and back then, it was hard. You know, Twitch mm. didn't really go well with a, a new broadcaster. YouTube is just huge. And then all the rules, like, you have to have a 1,000 followers. You have to have 10,000 watch minutes and all this stuff to get anywhere. Mm. And when I moved, it was the first of the year. I didn't have internet for a month. And while they were getting everything done, I just researched. On my phone researching, and somehow an article on caffeine popped up. And I was like, dude, this kind of sounds cool. And like day one of having internet, join Caffeine, watch a broadcast. Someone said my name and I was like, it's the boogeyman. Like, poop, we're done. I was like, that's nuts. And then like, I went off and did something and came back and they're like, welcome to television. I was like, how, how do you know I'm here? Because that's something that you don't know anybody. That, yeah. yeah. I was like, you knew my name. You knew the second I came in. I was like, this is just creepy. Cool, but creepy. And... Um, that, that just locked me in. Uh, I think I did like a couple more YouTube, maybe a few Twitch as I was feeling it out. But like a week later, that was it. I was like, forget all that other stuff. Like, mm-hmm. this is home. And like instantly just met a, a ton of really cool people. And like I said, doing more background than forefront, you know, in front of the camera, just started building, you know, these really good relationships with like Divide. Uh, Nordfish was on there. And it was, it's nuts to be one of the few people that actually saw him before getting a green screen and becoming Green Man. Or reverse <laughs> Green Man. I can't remember. I think he, he messed up on the settings and just was like a shadow. It was supposed <laughs> to be like gr- green screen or something. I, it was just, and he just stuck with it. He just stuck with it. He's like, it's huh. kind of, it's almost like mystery theater where you see the people in the audience. It's just their shadow. Yeah. And that's just kind of what he was known for. That's um, cool. And yeah, seeing this platform grow from then... Because I think that was their first big jump. You know, it was just kind of like word of mouth. And then as soon as that article came out, like a flood came in. Mm-hmm. And I think they had another, they either they had, um, it was a cheddar, like video article, and there was like a flood. And then they had another, I think it was when Fox came in, there was an article. So anytime like publicity happens, there's just huge flood that comes through. I agree. And it's almost like generations of casters. You know, the OGs that just knew everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was, like I said, about four-something years of a lot of trial and error. Um, definitely, you know, speaking about mixing home versus this or business versus this, uh, the whole thing has definitely been a struggle. Uh, and that's where, like I said, working for the railroad didn't work out, mm-hmm. left it, came back. But that's what's nice about caffeine is I feel like I get what I want for the small time that I'm in it. You know, I get that that interaction with everybody. Right. So I feel like when I hit in broadcast, I'm satisfied. Um, and even with having zero people, it's it's still satisfying. Because I know as soon as I end it, I can get on Discord and talk with you guys. Or I, either I have zero people watching me, but I'm in Discord talking with you guys. Yeah. Um, and that's still what's, like people are watching. 
And that's what's cool, too, because you'll be broadcasting something, and we'll all three have something different going on, and we're just talking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, that's what's cool, is we don't have to be playing the same game, we don't have to be even watching each other, but we're still BSing and doing stuff. And Judel yeah, we'll, we'll we'll answer questions. And Judel asked a uh, good headphone for fifty to sixty or under. Um, I know the A tens, the green and the blue one are sitting at sixty right now. The reds jump up to sixty nine <laughs> for some reason, even though it's just a simple it's, color it's change. A different color change. Um, but the Astro A tens, that's what I used whenever I first started on caffeine. I bought. Um, are you rocking? Is that the A10? No, those are the no, A40s. These those are, are like 120. These are they're they're more expensive, but anything by Astro. It's uh, definitely is I would say is good. I started off with the OG 40s, and I like I like them. I I haven't had any um, and yeah, issues with them. Yeah, these are they're the definitely A10s. quality. These are the A10s. This is what I pretty much used when I first started out, and I still use them too whenever I'm not using the big mic. Yeah. But they work. The quality of them is really well good. Yeah, I, they mm-hmm. were made for both PC and gaming. Yeah, and, and I have awesome. never yeah, had a yeah. complaint. And then you have the, the Razer, Razer Man right? of War. Well, see, and that's that's the thing is the, the only A10? thing I don't like about Astro is the cloth. Yeah. I get yeah. too hot, mm-hmm. obviously, with uh, the A10s are sitting at fifty nine ninety nine for the green and the blue ones. The reds are ten dollars more for some reason. But uh, that's on Astro's website. You might oh, be yeah. able to yeah. find them cheaper on Amazon or or even just check. Uh, you have Facebook Marketplace. You have Craigslist. A little more sketchier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done a lot of that. I mean, I buy and sell a bunch of crap. So and like, you have all the like let go and all that. Oh yeah, yeah. They got the apps and stuff. So you might get lucky where someone bought this thinking it was something else, or like me, I, I just got too hot with the cloth ears. They're like, hey, you know, sell for thirty. So you might be able to get a deal that way. That's Uh, true. Um, and I the reason I like the A10s and I push them so much when people ask, is because they were one of the first headsets I've had that actually they aren't noise canceling, but they're so well designed that it helps relieve the noise around you that it's so hard oh to, yeah i've had people come in and try to talk to me and i'm sitting there for 10 minutes still playing and they're like <laughs> hey and well, i'm like oh sh-. yeah even last night having <laughs> having your headset on because you had one ear open to me i mm-hmm. had both of them on i'm doing whatever and you're just like rrr, rrr, rrr. i was like what is it rrr, rrr. I was, oh shit i'm like yeah what's up I'm like oh sorry <laughs> yeah sorry yeah those are definitely uh noise canceling I'm like i'm sorry but what, what is the, I'm trying to think the brand I had when I was on console that would break all the time. Turtle Beach? Yeah, Turtle, Turtle, Turtle Beach. Beach. I've never. Do not get never, Turtle ever. Beach. I, 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 they're good, but man, they break. Um, They're good. They were really good for console for like sound whoring. Mm-hmm. Really good for sound whoring in Call of Duty and all yeah. that. Yeah. But I've had, I think I had three within one year because, mm-hmm. well, one of them I threw and broke. But the other, the other two, well, because back then I would just like take them off and yeah, yeah they walk off. They're not very step on them. They're not very durable. I'll but just... <laughs> here, I'll, I can't show you on here because the way that these are designed. But it would always break on on the ear. It would like always yeah, like, just bang, breaks off. Oh yeah, and then just be hanging there, and you're like, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. It's... The one thing, yeah, what you were saying about the the audio whoring with the stuff is where I had my Astros, like, 370 for everything. And like I said, that was when they were still fresh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, luckily they're not that expensive now. But mm. <laughs> probably. And what happened was my friend bought like a $30 pair of Turtle Beaches. And it was just stereo. It wasn't even 7.1. And yeah, yeah, mine, you could just hear like, and it kind of slowly go around. It's just screaming in your ear footsteps. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's not right. But like you said, eventually they just broke on them. And I was like, well, yeah. I'd rather spin it once than to buy 10 of these. Are those the 50s? These are the 50 wireless. Ooh. See, I yeah, I, so they're still I want expensive. Some yeah, yeah they're three hundred. Yeah. No, I think I want to get the the razor. Only thing I like about the it razors. is they have that that leather vinyl, and it's so cold on my ears. The and razors. Up, yeah, and they they don't, and they're light like these. How you were kind of pulling them apart, mm-hmm. like it's it's got some compression to them, versus those. It's you don't even feel they're there. Like it, they're super light. Uh, it was a risk going that way because mm-hmm. I was going to go back down the razor and. Um, I'm kind of glad that I did. So it, it's uh, and it's it's preference. Have your have your mom whatever take you to um, to like Best Buy and try them out. They have Corsair, uh, Turtle Beach. They have Astros. Um, I would not recommend Turtle Beach though. As much as <laughs> yeah. as much as I loved them on console, yeah, they're they weren't they're, for PC. They're not good. No, yeah. And um, you definitely want to get a headset that Xbox is weird. Um, it might be different now, but get one that has dual USB and aux. That way you can put it into your PlayStation, your PC. You don't have two headsets, and that was what was kind of frustrating with Xbox is you had to have an aux to put mm-hmm. in. But with yeah. PlayStation and uh, PC, you can do USB. I, I believe it's changed now. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there's... I think Judo also has a question about sellgpu.com. Good for selling my old parts. Uh, I've never heard I've of never it. heard of that. Yeah, so never. Well, what I do is like a, a lot of us different places have like marketplaces inside their Discord, which is really cool. Uh, like I said, doing what's that? Sell the the uh, phone app. You have let go. Yeah, let key. go. You could do that. Uh, Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace. I don't, I like Facebook Marketplace because you know who you're dealing with. Like they there's a, a paper trail. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you go missing, you'd be like, "Well, Bob, so and so from here is who mm-hmm. I went to go meet." And I'm sure you know it's just easier to yeah. Uh, Craigslist, you don't know who's behind the email. Another app that you could use is a uh, uh, Nextdoor. Okay, yeah, um, kind of the same thing. So the cheapest razor ones that I found on their website were the Electra V2s, which are only seven uh, forty eight bucks. Yeah. So so, so there, yeah, so there there's a go. ton of options and. Even for like Danimals, I bought him. I probably spent twenty dollars for a keyboard, mouse, headset. I mean, it was the mm-hmm. bottom of the barrel Amazon, and it's ultra sensitive, so you hear him clicking. Mm-hmm. But he sounds fine in it. So I mean, you know, if you're just starting out, you don't have to spend a lot of money. Uh, you know, there's forty dollar webcams you can use. Uh, no, what? Even the webcam we're using right now is pretty cheap for, now. For for uh, six years. For six years of streaming and doing YouTube and all that, I used Turtle Beach's gaming headsets for recording and stuff like that. It wasn't till two years ago when I got my, or it wasn't till like I think I'm trying to remember. It was the first time I cashed out on caffeine. I immediately went to Best Buy and got a Snowball. Yeah. And then that was probably a couple like. Four, 
five months ago. It wasn't very long. Yeah, because Cash Out was in July, so it's only been around for, for a while. Yeah, it wasn't very long ago, and then immediately after that, now we now <laughs> with I the, have with the, the caster. Yeti. Yeah, now we have Yetis. <laughs> yeah, well, was, what say. sucked about the caster is I had everything on their list, and I was like, well, I guess we're gonna double up on the the mic because I was like, if one breaks doing something like this, this is the most important. Yeah. Yes, but yeah, I would. I would say uh, um, for Joodle's comment, oh, you don't there, have you to. You don't have, to. dude. It's, most of the time, I don't even have my face showing when I broadcast. I think people just like my voice because I don't even use my. You have that dark, sultry voice. Yeah, I don't use my camera anyways <laughs> most of the time. That's well, and most, so most people don't even know what I look like. And most people lurk. Oh, you know, yeah. they yeah. want to throw you up and just listen to you. You know, either they're getting ready to fall asleep, they're mm-hmm. at work, and they can't physically, you know, get in trouble if they're watching it. But they can throw you up and listen. So, out of every accessory, the webcam is probably the least important. I mean, obviously, you need the the best available rig to do what we do. I mean, you have. I'm gonna throw out some YouTubers. I mean, H. Show Delirious has never once shown his face, and he's big. I yeah. mean, you have. If we go smaller, RPG Minx on YouTube, who's I don't think has ever shown her. F- I think she actually recently did one, but she's still doesn't show her face on any of her stuff that she does yeah i mean you have a lot of people who have made it big not showing their face and just getting it from who they are personality wise and that's not a bad thing have you seen that youtube channel where the the chick that sounds like alita battle angel no it's the ai oh are you oh you mean like hold on they don't sound like it no i actually i think i follow her no i follow her too but She's she sounds like the voice of Alita, oh. like the person who voices her, which I think maybe it might be her, and she has a YouTube channel. I don't know. And see what's nice about that me. is you can sell that. You know, like we gave up. We're like, hey, we're here. This is what we look like. But mm-hmm. you know, for people that go years without actually showing themselves, you could be like, oh well, if we raise X amount of dollars for a charity. Or let's say if you know if you donate enough so that I can go do a thing like I'll do a face reveal. Yeah. So that's another thing as a broadcaster, you know, you can utilize different things to help build your brand, help you know put the community together. But you know even for financial stuff, you know, and like you were saying, if you do a hot sauce stream, like you would have to be on camera for that because we have to know that you. We don't want to hear you suffer. We got to, we want to see you suffer. See you suffer. No, <laughs> you you just get sounds. You just yeah. Get the sounds. <laughs> I'm over here having ketchup. Oh my, whoo, whoo, that's, <laughs> damn, that is hot. I'm crying right now. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, so I mean, you would have to need something like that. And like I said, it doesn't have to be, and you don't know. I mean, this could be fun for you now. It might not be fun for you later. So why spend thousands of dollars, you know, buy the cheap stuff, see if you enjoy it, if you like it, everything else will come, you know, people, you mm-hmm. know, and you could be like, hey, I you know, do a a, Angel. a thing for yeah. like yeah. Camelot. You could do I think Streamlabs has the donation thing. Be like, hey, I need a new. If you don't like the way I sound, give me a new microphone. You know, here, donate. Yeah. So exactly. I thought I did subscribe to her. That's weird. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of. I, I, I know I did. A lot of things you can do, and I mean, you know, we're even after the podcasting. You know, if you join, um, if you look in the description on YouTube, and I think believe in the podcast through all the different medias, their profiles for Caffeine will be linked down there. So you can go check them out and then go check out their discords. Yeah. But I mean, our discords are set up in a way to, you know, help new people. 
you know, if you do have questions or, you know, how to set things up. So, I mean, yeah, even always, with Judel here. We're always open to helping helping people. I mean, we're, I, not, we're not above you at, at, at all, so. I haven't got it recently at all in the past couple months. Actually, since I moved out here, I haven't had it really happen at all. But, I mean, both of you guys know I was big with getting, jumping into new people's broadcasts and trying to help them set stuff up. And I had... Most, like every day there was someone asking me how to set oh, yeah. stuff up <laughs> yeah you're really good like i've told you before that's what you should be utilizing in your broadcast is how to's like I mean, how to do obs so, there's only so many how to's you can do though <laughs> um, yeah but you can you could be creative and create you know yeah. all sorts of other uh topics and things of how to's but i would say because when it comes to programs it seems like you just kind of know how to navigate your way through programs i mean i can i can do it but it takes me I can do it as well, but I don't think I can do it as well as you. So, um. and see, and that's what you know. Don't be afraid to reach out to people. You know, yeah. making those relationships. I mean, you have to say something. You know, for the the most part, everybody here wouldn't turn you down or wouldn't not talk to you. So, I mean, I'll give you shit for it, but I'll still help. <laughs> he will. I'm. A, I won't give you shit. I'll just help you. But. I'll be like, wait, you you don't know how to you don't know how to put an image up. Okay, here's how you do it. <laughs> that image but um yeah i mean if you're trying to you know just talk i mean it doesn't hurt you know reach out to people for collabs or you know you find somebody you think you know is cool talk to them play games with them yeah that's what i did and we we touched on that on the last episode too but i mean just reaching out to someone can be scary but it's so simple to do, especially on caffeine. It's way easier to do. Yeah. I mean, the and one the, the one rule I have though, don't ask anyone on broadcast. Yeah. That, that if if we take anything away, don't ask anyone while they're broadcasting to do a collab. Just direct message them and trust me, a lot of the guys on here, if they know who you are or even if they don't, they'll look up your content, find out who you are and give you a straight up yes or no. Definitely. Even for myself, I've had where I've seen uh, Anonymous pop in uh, quite a few times, and then you find out that it was somebody kind of like scouting you to make sure that you don't want to know who they are because you might act differently. So it's like we want to see what kind of content you do not knowing or even help. I mean, with Anonymous, you know, greeting them, being like, hey, if you're new to the platform, making sure that you're informative and everything. Well, I've even had uh, Gamer 3 come into my broadcast anonymous like just log in without logging in just uh <laughs> just to spy on me and stuff and and then he'd tell me later hey i was watching him like, and oh, that's how okay. you get the best content because you're i mean if you know your mom came in and watched you you're gonna act different you know what i mean like it's just one of yeah, those you're gonna you're gonna filter yourself a little heavier than so it's nice to get that true self you know to see how how you are and i mean i did that a lot when i was doing the mentoring because i was like of course if i come in people are gonna be like ooh noobs here like we're doing whatever but if yeah. i came in anonymous it's like well i want to see how friendly you really are you know yeah um <laughs> would you guys be like did i think we did we do well no i think i helped set you up you were playing uh, knights of the old republic but yeah i mean i'm always open to do stuff like i'm not going out of my way to really buy a game depends or depends on how expensive the game is <laughs> true yeah. if it's like the if it's like a full price like 60 dollar game yeah, probably not, especially if it's a game I don't think it, I like. Well, and it also depends on, like, when it comes to me and buying games for collabs, it has to be a game that I know I will play both offline by myself. Oh, yeah. 
And, or, if it's not something I play offline, I better be making sure we're doing this consistently enough to do it. To make it worth yeah. Yeah. buying it. Yeah, because I do Divinity with a few other broadcasters on Caffeine every Sunday. Mm-hmm. But this time. <laughs> but, but yeah. This Sunday. <laughs> but yeah, the, but this Sunday. But yeah, it's one of those... Yeah, you definitely, if you're going to spend the money, and that was like a 45-something dollar game, it's like, if I do this, we are going to do this. And it's a game that I wouldn't play by myself. So, like, Mm. they need to kind of be there for it. And But, yeah, I mean, we're pretty much open to stuff like that. Yeah, I'm I'm totally open to playing. But it's a slippery slope for me. I'll still do it, like, buy games and all that. But I'm a lot more, I'm a lot more picky about it now because i have had had those people say hey i want to do this collab with you do you get the can you get this game whatever yeah sure most definitely you know get the game we play it once and it's in my library for <laughs> for years for years come. and we never do anything with it yeah like, i mean there's a couple games i own now that i still play by myself but i got them specifically to do collabs with people yeah and those haven't worked Found out out yeah I mean... Yeah, and even now... Uh, like, Starbound was one of them. Like, I wanted it for myself to begin with, and I got it for myself. And then I was like, okay, well, I know these people have it. They want to collab with someone who has it. We set up schedules to collab. We did a couple of them already, and now it's disappeared. Yeah, yeah and I mean, coming from Council and just recently the PC, like in the mm-hmm. past year and a half, like, I have 170 games. For a lot of you guys that have been PC for a long time, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people, like you see on the list, they got three, four, five hundred. Like, I'm sure somebody has something that you have. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, you've seen my Steam library. You've seen yeah. I have over a hundred and something games. Yet, in all honesty, I don't PC much. I'm yeah. console still. Yeah, because yeah. he has, you have PC games, but you don't have your, your PC no. yet to be able to run no. some yeah. of them. Because I'm... Or most of them. Here, but... <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say when you're when you show, I'm running everything off of this. Well, and that's then that's kind of how Judel is why he wants yeah. to build his PC is you know it's rough, laptoping in broadcasting. Oh, it is. Unless I'm, you buy one of those 17 inch monitor, and you might as well. It's almost like a PC. You might as well just buy one because it's so damn big. You know. Yeah. Because um, you got to fit that card. You've in there. been watching me the last couple of days as I broadcast. You see that I basically one screen right now. You do I the mean, one screen, and it's the queen. You do the one screen quite well, okay? Uh, but you do, and like a lot of people, you know, they got 19-inch or bigger monitors, and they're like, well, I can't do it. I was like, I just watched, what is that, 13? 13, I think. I was like, I just watched, you have everything up on a 13. You had OBS, you had the, you were doing your artwork, the, the chat, everything, and you just, how you overlaid it was really cool. It's like, that's that's something good, you know, to take a photo and just yeah. be like, this is how you can do this. It can be screen. done. It can be done. And caffeine definitely makes it a lot easier than the other platforms. Oh yeah, for you definitely. Yeah. But I was gonna mention something because uh, we're talking about games. Um, just a good thing to learn, Mike. You were talking about the co- collabing and everything. Like, make sure you're gonna play a game before you know you buy it. I know there's games are always getting hyped and all that, but there's one thing I've learned is, I mean, it can be a huge waste of Reviews. Waste of money. Look, I mean, I'm gonna waste of money. I'm gonna throw this game out there. Days Gone. Oh yeah. It was yeah. an overhyped game. It had so many things that they said that were gonna happen, which I think they still put in the game. That's a good but, player, Judo. But the game ended up 
not doing so. I mean, people bought it and played it, but yeah. then they started to complain. Well, well, it's not this. It's not that. Mm-hmm. It's there's no storyline. The story's gone. Yeah, because uh, a lot of and then you AAA are failing us. Yeah, like Anthem. Know? Like Anthem was so hyped. And then I watched this YouTube video. You remember that? Told you bring it, There's this YouTube that. video. You gotta check this out. It'll make you so mad. There's this YouTube video that shows you the E3 trailer for Anthem, and then the retail version of Anthem, and it'll make you so mad because they just they just took everything out of the game. It's like why hype it? Why make me pay sixty dollars for a game that you just ripped all of the good stuff out of? I mean, it I makes mean, no sense. Look, and I'm gonna bring another one up. Watch the original Watch Dogs did the same thing. They had a oh, yeah, they, they had, had a downgraded 10, it. Yeah. They had a 1080. They had a was it 1080 or 4K uh, gameplay for E3, Which and was then amazing. and then X, Microsoft came in and said that looks way too good. Here's X amount of money to downgrade everything. For PC, for PlayStation, and basically make it look good on Xbox. Yeah. And then, of course, modders came out for the PC and re-updated everything. So now PC has that back, but That's you, shouldn't, nice about PC. you shouldn't mm-hmm. have to do that either. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of... Yeah, that's what makes it rough, because when you said Days Gone, I was thinking the other one. The uh, one that was on PlayStation. That was the same thing, Zombie Horde. No, you're talking about the single player day. The I'm talking about Days Gone, the one that just came out. The new one, yeah, with the guy that rides the motorcycle, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, they stripped that one too because I watched an E3 yeah. comparison side video to that too. It's just like, yeah, so we gotta be cautious. I don't want to waste money anymore. No, I at this point, unless I know for a fact, I mean, like, I'll, I'll say this: Nintendo's always been good. They never really strip stuff back. I agree. Well, and Nintendo's what saved the industry because of quality control. Yeah. You know, so I mean, you know, that's kind of their staple. And yeah, and I, in all honesty, I feel I don't think we're ever gonna get as far as ET issues again, but I do feel it's going that way slightly. Yeah. Mean? So ET ET probably ET was the game up. on Atari. Oh, that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That broke the gaming industry, and that's why Nintendo came after, it was like a four-year gap, Nintendo came in and re-brought everything back, but they called it, instead of a gaming system, that's why it's called the entertainment system, because they wanted no correlation with the gaming industry at the time, Mm. but still make games. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's messed up about the whole E.T. thing is you have the, the original version and, like, Atari kind of went under, and itself bought itself. It was called something else. hmm And I actually have two ETs, one from, like, 83. And then when the new company came through, they kind of did, like, a, a label revamp. And I have an ET from 86. And I was <laughs> oh like, gosh. you came back and revamped a game that tore the industry that tore down. the industry down. I was like, you, you landfilled these games Oh, I, but you I came saw back and made it that. again. Yeah, like I from... saw a dec- documentary on that. There's like a huge landfill <laughs> yeah. of of that game of just Atari games, and mainly they're all ET. Yeah, because that was no crazy. one bought them, so they had to liquidate them. Oh well, they messed up. They did two times the games as there was systems yeah. out on the market. Yeah, like that. That's one common. That's why they got rid of Common Core back in the seventies. Yeah. And how look at us now. <laughs> this is, Common Core is like my mathematical joke. Like anytime. Oh, I Common can... Core is. Don't even get me started on that. That that shit's 
ridiculous. Well, say as a parent, you're going to have to deal with like 18 years of Common Core. Yeah, I know. Because I have <laughs> no school, idea what you guys are talking about. Already, school was <laughs> already hard enough, okay? When I was growing up, it was already hard enough. So with Common Core, it's just, I mean, oh, yeah. I would be a complete failure. But you know, some things work. Like, thing. what is it, the Japanese, they do it with lines and it still comes out. Jules. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Judah would know. Yeah, I believe it's the Japanese when they do their math. It's done on like a an axis graph with lines, and uh, somehow it mathematically comes out mm-mm. between the way they do. I was like, well, I kind of like the way we did it when we were growing up. Yeah, but it's like it, it, to me, it's making you stupid. Makes you feel like an idiot. But I don't know. I'm trying to look it up. No one's helping me. Google's <laughs> not nobody, helping me today. Google doesn't oh. even know. The parents <laughs> don't know. The yeah. teachers don't know. It's crazy. This has kind of turned into a rant. I'm I'm gonna rant some more. <laughs> no, um, but no, it's just like I, I since we're on the topic. I mean, it's kind of not the Common Core, but gaming in general. It's like the trash that they've brought out. You know, I'm I is, wouldn't call it trash per se. I mean, it's trash. still a lot better than what it could be. Yeah. But yeah, there are a bunch of issues coming out lately that shouldn't have not have probably even seen the light of day. And maybe this yeah. is the difference between a council person and PC is there is no early access council. Like, there's a release date, you get the game, um, and that's... You have your open betas for console, but yeah. even then... But you know so... when you're getting into it that it's it's just a beta, and you're going to yeah. play it for a week. But, uh, what was it? But you have, like, Steam has their green light stuff yeah. that you can get into if you know the right people, stuff like that. Or their early access stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, in a, when uh, Wreckfest, when it finally came out early access, it was in there for three years. Mm-hmm. It was like 1,163 days of early access. And it's a great game, but like you don't get that on console. No. You, know, you don't even get to touch it until you might get that one week beta, but you don't mm-hmm. even touch the game until the day it comes out. Yeah. And I think that's what's weird for most of us being console people. You jump into PC... There's millions of games, and like you don't, There's you like, don't understand early access. It's like, a, it's like a little kid in a candy store but, when you come to but PC. But not only that, but I mean, I have a game, Stellar Overload, I believe, which is a voxel-based kind of space, spacey game, and it's really fun. It's been in early access for, I think, three, four years, and they stopped doing anything on it. They basically abandoned it, and it's still out for sale on early access. Yeah, yeah. And, the PC market's crazy with what what they do. And you know um, what? We'll do one. I'll, I'll bring another one up. One that we play very often. Golf, golf with, with friends. friends. No, they have yeah. started developing that stuff uh, again. Somebody took it over well, because they're pushing updates for it. Yeah. Well, what makes golf with friends nice is just the workshop. The yeah. fact that yeah. we can make games, so you get more than just the the standard levels. Right. And golf with I think I think golf with friends is just a good game in in general. I mean. It's fun. I have a lot of fun. Like who doesn't? It. Who doesn't want an IRL putt putt? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's, I think it's just it's a, a great game for that. I mean, there's other games like golf it, and I, I haven't played yeah. any of those other ones, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's a good game. Well, before I hit the trivia, if there's any last anything that uh, anybody wants to ask, uh, we'll throw it right there at the end. But I'll switch over to the trivia. Um. So last week. Uh, last week, uh, for a trivia, we had what classic video game did Tony Stark catch a member of S.H.I.E.L.D. playing in the first Avengers movie? Galaga! And that was Galaga. 
And then this one probably was the more trickier one, was which famous entertainer composed music for Sonic 3. And it's crazy to think. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, me me and Remy last week when you put it up, we immediately looked at each other and went <laughs> and said it. And what's crazy is, you know, for that being a Sega game, that turn around and then, you know, you had Michael Jackson had his own game too, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they had him. I think they used a pseudonym for him under it though, didn't they? And, and then it wasn't till later on it came yeah, out. Yeah, there was some weird, like, controversial stuff between it. Um, yeah, I don't know. That that was just a weird game in itself. But I guess, you know, from the time. Mm. It, it makes sense. It makes sense. Now, looking back now, you're like, a dedicated Michael Jackson video game? <laughs> <laughs> um, so there were the questions from last week. This week's trivia questions are... What is the name of the alien race who were the adoptive parents of Samus in the Metroid franchise? And then the other part is the word Pokemon is generally understood to be a translation of which phrase? For the, the trivia, if you actually go to misfitstew.com, that's M-I-S-F-I-T-S-T-U.com, go to the podcast, type in your name, uh, put down the answers there. Just make sure if you're in Discord to put down your Discord names so that if you do get the questions right, we can give you a new role. As you start stacking points for getting these right, you will get stuff. Smaller swag, the more you get right, you know, you get to lead up to a hat or t-shirt, something like that. So that's how these are ran. If you're not in Discord, make sure you use something that I can put you on separately to keep a tally. So don't change your name every time. Um... But just make sure, you know, there could be 10,000 mics that are doing this. So, you know, put something unique, maybe a number next to it. So I can be like Mike 12 or whatever the case may be. Or just uh, Dragon Slayer 75. Whatever it is, just so that I know that you're getting tallied appropriately for that. So we're going to bring it back. Um, um, real quick, I want to bring up, because Galaga, is, <laughs> I have another small fact about it. In the original arcade games, I can't remember exactly how to do it. I need to figure out, but there is a way that, as it was saying, insert coins and all that, you can actually jostle the joysticks and hit a couple buttons, and you could, and you had to do it at the right timing, and you'd get the ship to move, and you could actually start playing the entire, like, an entire two stages of Galaga from oh, without the, the coin without putting a coin in. Oh, now, did awesome. it leave the title screen, or you still? No, it still said oh. flashing insert coin, insert coin. But you could move him around. Oh, so you gotta kinda, you gotta kind of control the title. That's pretty cool. Yeah, hmm. we should try that later. If, yeah, if we can find if we can find it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say um, that, or you know, even if. Yeah, it makes you wonder if that was like a. a it was fixed a glitch. glitch it it was a glitch on. in the uh, arcade system that happened. My biggest thing about arcade is. If you touch certain bolts, you get zapped. Like they were just, they were built so crappy that the way that, yeah, they had really bad grounding. So, yeah, yeah if you ever touched, like there'd always be the bolts that hold the, that the hold joysticks. It. Yeah, and but you if you always hit set a, your arm on there and then you yeah. hit the side. And it's, <laughs> yeah, you would always yeah. get zapped. Like you, as a kid, you're almost petrified to, to even just like. I don't want. I want to play, but I don't want to. Right. You know. Judo was asking when it's when it's revealed the answer. Every week. Every week. So. And now I'm trying to think because of <laughs> the way it's done. So what you see here will go live 
not this Tuesday coming up, but the following, and then it will be Saturday. So yeah, this Saturday will be the answers for the ones that we just did, or the following Saturday. So confuzzled now. Um, <laughs> it's been a. It's, it's been it's been crazy while we've been here, but it has been. It's been fun, fun, crazy. That's the best kind of fun. Oh yeah, crazy oh, yeah. fun. And we're actually. That's kind of what we're going to go do. We're going to go, yeah, we're going to go to an arcade. Okay. <laughs> Let's start. It's like licking a 9-volt battery. That's kind of what the machine does to you. Yeah. So we're going to go get we're, electrified. We're, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're going to go to, we're going to go to those things that are trending now, which I think is cool, is that, that arcade, bars. arcade bars. Yeah. So we're going to go to one of those and hang out. But I definitely appreciate Josh coming back again and for Relentless, you know, let me no do the podcast. Well, I mean, you kind of forced yourself into our home, so... I did. <laughs> Kicked down the door and everything. Uh, yeah, I'm not coming unless you let me do this. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I definitely appreciate everything and for, you know, coming, hanging out and all that. Yeah. Judel. Thanks for coming. Thanks for swinging in. That's our, our number one. Yeah, yep. number one guy. Number one guy. We're going to get you... A Get you a t-shirt, number one. <laughs> he was number one. <laughs> but, yeah, for everybody that showed up, um, it's Memorial Day today as us recording this. So, would like to thank, you know, all the vets that served and everything. Uh, this is your day, you know, mm-hmm. take it easy. Barbecue. Ho- hope you had fun, because this will be going out later. Yeah. Yeah. So, definitely appreciate everything you do. And signing off, talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.